now, say now. You're tuned in to the Wake Up and Win podcast, and I am your host, Devon Pouncey. We are here at Momentum Studios once again. We made it back, D-Boy. What's up, brother? Back for round two. Back for round two, obviously, as you heard. We got D-Boy here today, and we also got my guy, my friend, my brother. He is a writer and a podcaster at Full Press Coverage. Chris Partee, man, what's popping? My good brethren, what's going on? Man, I'm, good, I'm, I'm, <laughs> man, we just getting it in out here. You know? <laughs> it's only right. It's That's only it. right. I'm yes, glad sir. I can get you in here in studio. It's been a long time since I had somebody like outside of me, D Boy and Spencer, who who co-hosts this episode with us. Um, this is a lo- it's been a while since I've had okay. somebody like live in studio yeah. with me. Well, I'm honored to be the one to you know to break that streak. Absolutely, you know? mm-hmm. but we had a pandemic, so I mean, it for makes sure. sense for sure. Granted, we get that. Yep, get indeed. That. In fact, the last person that I had. in in studio was Amira Rose Davis. Amira okay. Rose Davis okay. back when this is back when Kobe passed away, which obviously was right before yeah. the pandemic. That was a year and a half ago. That was a while ago. But you did a lot of interviews. You did a lot a of whole lot of interviews. Yeah, yeah. Virtually, you got of course. A lot of people. Absolutely. Since then, I, I've gotten a whole lot of people to come on this podcast and including some of your most impactful episodes. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. That Amira one was one of the more impactful episodes, too, though. Yeah, definitely. That one was dope. I was able to catch her. She was doing like a lecture out here at Pacific University. And so I was able to catch her like while she was in town. Doing the lecture and the hop on the podcast and right around that time was like I said when the Kobe situation happened and she had written like a dynamite article that dealt with a lot of the complexities of Kobe Bryant's de- uh, death and his legacy and so on and so forth. So it was super dope. But Parti, man, you breaking the ice here today, brother? Yeah, boy. You know, <laughs> hey, we got the Bay Connection up. In the here. Bay Connection Ooh, up in here. For, for those that don't know, you actually were the producer for for a stint on the Justin and Devon show. Yeah. Yeah, for 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 a quick minute, but you know they cut the cut the core way too quick on that. Absolutely. And I tell you that all the time, but I really feel that because y'all had something good going. There. Yeah, yeah, like, we were real cooking. Talk. <laughs> real, talk. But, but really, it still brought this that's brewing right exactly. now. So it's Absolutely. all for a reason, you know yeah. what I mean? It's a bigger picture. Yeah, yep. definitely. Obviously, in the moment, how things played out was not how anybody would want things of course to play not. out. Facts. But facts. But definitely, since then, there's been a whole lot of gain for me having that platform and oh. me just. Figuring out how to utilize that as a stepping stone for other platforms that I ultimately ended up getting and still have. And so it actually was one of the greatest things to ever happen to me. Plus, they say in this industry, like, you ain't been through shit if you've never been laid off or fired mm-hmm. anyway. So exactly. until you dealt with that, <laughs> then you're really not in the game like nah. how you think you're in the game. So nah. I got to deal with that early. It felt like it was a little too early, like you said. Definitely was a bit premature and how it all played out and we've talked about of how it played out here on this podcast plenty of times before but we all three from the bay though yep oh we Marti is from the bay all right yeah. what, what city uh, I was born in San Francisco in the okay. Filmo. So you so was born but, in the city. Yeah, you, yeah, was, you are the yeah. bay. In, <laughs> in, in the city. Yeah. But I mean, I went to high school in Pinot. My pops lived okay. in Vallejo for years. Yeah, for so sure. I mean, I was kind of all over. Oh, the San connection Leandro, is Oakland, really than real. Yeah. I'm bay yeah, all day. Five one zero seven zero seven like a yeah. mug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you. That that's where we frequented growing yeah. up. Was the five one zero and the seven zero seven. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was our corridor. That was where we were at. Um, some quick announcements. Quick announcements. This Saturday, July thirty first. I will be spinning at the Moxie Hotel, so pull up if you'd like. Come out and have a good time. It'll be from 8 p.m. until 11 p.m. That'll be the time of my set. The Moxie is a dope new spot here in Portland, Oregon, right in the heart of downtown Portland. It's been good vibes since I've been DJing there. This will be my third time DJing at the Moxie, so definitely a good spot and a place that I think I'll be, you know, 
frequenting a whole lot more. Plus, it, it feels good in the sense You're a resident DJ. Go ahead and say Go ahead it. and you say it. You're about a resident DJ. Unofficially, unofficially. Yeah, they're giving yeah. me the dates that I want now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're giving me the dates that I want now. So that part is pretty cool. But um, it's just also cool because I like DJing in more of those corporate-ish settings. Okay. Like, like prior to the pandemic, I was DJing at the rooftop bar export Ooh. at the Porter Hotel. Okay. So it was like, I like kind of being in those loungy yeah, type yeah. bars because usually that's what you're going to get at a hotel. Like, mm-hmm. you're not, we ain't in Vegas where you're going to get a club at the bottom nah, of the hotel. Nah, but, nah. you know, out here is like good, modern, lounge-like yeah, settings views, and, and views, settings, yep. vibes, aesthetics on point. Like, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. So, you know, I, I definitely try to get those spots. So come out to the Moxie this Saturday. Also, the Solano Summer Jam Classic. I got the memo today. Last week, I think I said they had, what, six slots available? Maybe four. Maybe four. Well, today I got the memo that Uh-oh. it's only one slot available. Oh, my God. It's going down. <laughs> Remind them what the money is and don't use K. $15,000 <laughs> cash prize. It's a five-on-five tournament, basketball tournament in the Bay Area out in Fairfield, California. It's being put together by Jason Verrett of the 49ers and his foundation, the FIBA Family Foundation, along with... Stevie Johnson, who was a Pro Bowl receiver, played for the Bills, played for the 49ers, played for the Chargers for a little bit too. But, um, yeah, they're putting this thing together, man. And, you know, they hired me to come out there and host the show and run the show throughout the weekend. And so I would imagine it's going to be some hoopers out there for a $15,000 cash prize. I started brainstorming ways to get my knee fixed when I heard the cash prize. I tried to think. I just knew, nah, those days are over. Yeah, But my mind went there on 15,000. 15,000, that that can change the day for a lot of people. That can make you consider. I mean, especially if you could just put together like a super team and really come with like, show up with like five, six dudes, but... Everybody is elite. Like you could split that three ways, and everybody going away with about three. Th- I mean, five, five, six ways. Yeah. Everybody going away with Ooh, about three thousand yeah. dollars a piece. And yeah. that's yeah, that's splitting the cake big. You <laughs> feel Like I'm gonna find my best six, and we going out. And we going out there. You know what I mean? There. Like some some teams are probably gonna have a full ten man roster. You split yeah. that ten ways. You know, everybody's gonna go, come away yeah. with about you winning regardless. If you, you win it regardless, if you win this tournament, you won. One hundred percent. You win it regardless. But I think. There'll be a team or two out there that just got five, six dudes Ooh. and they betting on them. That's gonna be intense. <laughs> that's, what I, that's how it's gonna, gonna be intense. intense out there. And y'all know how the we all know how the Bay is with hooping. Yeah, yeah. there's oh, some yeah. hoopers from the oh, Bay. Yeah. There's like some hoopers. hoopers, like from some ballers that ain't made it to the NBA or even made Division One, but they was ballers for whatever reason they didn't make it. Right, there's right. some ballers out there. So yeah, that's gonna be. Well, Devon, it ain't too late for us to put a super team Man. together. I know you got you one slot but I might <laughs> have to fill that slot. Y'all need to do that. <laughs> Hey, it ain't too late play, to put play hey, general manager. Hey, that's a real you be investment. A GM? <laughs> it's an investment. Boy, that's safer than Stash or Robin Hood. Thank you. <laughs> Come on now. Cha-ching. Put five, six together strong. That's really we'll, still We'll be having a it. side conversation after this episode. Thank you. It's all good. It's all good. Well, let's jump oh, into some man. content, fellas. Like, obviously, got to start with Simone Biles. No doubt. Um, Simone Biles withdrew from the Olympic Games due to mental health issues. Um, some of it, I, I believe, was physical as well. But for the most part, seems like it was just more of a mental ordeal as to why she withdrew. Um, obviously, there's just generally a lot of pressure being Simone Biles. She's considered the greatest gymnast of all time. 
Um, I saw a tweet, Kavitha Davidson, who actually was on this show recently, just about a month or so ago, um, of The Athletics. She also wrote the book, Loving Sports When They Don't Love You Back. But Kavitha put out a tweet, and it was in regards to Simone Biles' toughness, and it went super viral. But obviously, she's got a lot of critics because they feel like she's letting down the USA, of all things, instead of letting herself down, letting her family down, letting yeah, her fan, friends yeah. down. Everybody's, I mean, her critics, at least, are saying yeah. that she's letting down the country by withdrawing. And, and Kavitha came out and said, Simone Biles won national with broken toes in both feet, worlds with a kidney stone, and has carried the burden of being a face of sexual assault survivors as a national institution failed to support them. Half of y'all yelling about toughness can't handle wearing a mask at Wegmans. Church. Mm. Mm. Preach. Mm. Preach. Mm. That's y'all got facts. Any, you got any thoughts on this? That's facts. I mean, what Kavita said right there, I mean, pretty much it kind of sums it up for me. Now, I, there's a lot of ways you can look at this. Yeah. Honestly, I've heard those that don't really want to come out and bash her because she's a young lady. I mean, she, she's very young. A lot of people don't want to come out and just completely bash her. You know what I mean? On the other hand, some people, they do want to criticize a little bit because it seems like she just quit. Right. She just left her team out there. Right. But if it's about her mental health, I mean, if she she's going to know what's going on with either her body or her mind. Yeah. Okay? We can say what we want to say. This is on her. Now, like Kavita said in there, I mean, she's been through, she, you know, uh, was broken uh, toes, broken toes kidney, stones, kidney stones, sexual assault, sexual assault. And I mean, the, the, sex, Nasser, the, the sexual Nasser assault deal. is the main one. Absolutely. I mean, that's something that, you know, the broken toes, that'll heal. The the kidney stones, yeah, they'll heal eventually. You'll get through that. But the sexual assault, that's going to be with her the rest of her life. Yeah. That's something that many, unfortunately, many women and some men have had to deal with in this country and around the world. And that's just not something that you get over in a short amount of time. It, it, it's really not. So Some people never bounce back from it, ever. Yeah, exactly. Some people just never bounce back from it. So, I mean, if this is what she feels she needed to do, then, you know, that's what you got to do now. It, it would have been nice to see her, you know, maybe stick it out and try to keep competing. We all but wanted, we all this wanted what, to see her If this is compete. what she feels is best for her, yeah, I'm okay with that. And Go ahead, D-Boy. No, I, I was just going to say, um, in my whole opinion, we just need to focus on the narrative of how much the country is letting us down instead of always using a situation <laughs> like this to focus on one singular person letting the country down. And so before I even think about the broken toes and the adversity that she's had in competing, I'm more focused on the fact that people's narrative is she's letting the country down when we are reminded of how the country is letting us down day in and day out. Absolutely. And, I agree. And, and that's really where my angle with the whole situation would, would start with. And then it would further into what you mentioned as far as we don't know what's going on in her mind and in her body. It's not up to us to determine when we would have liked for her to make the decision or yeah. if ever, um, that's completely up to her. And, and I'm going to be honest, uh, you know, I, it's not up to me to judge if that's even the truth or not. Yeah. But if if that's something that w- grants you to be able to pull out and that's what she wanted to use, to each his own. It could yeah. be a message. It, it could be so much deeper than that of w- what we know. So, again, first things first, a- until until the country stops, you know, letting us down every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I can't put that much weight on one person ever. I yeah. agree. And I think that's one of America's greatest sins in that regard is like, we like to uphold the structure of the com- of, of the country, excuse me. And of course the Olympics play a role in that, the dominance that 
we kind of like to have over the rest of the world. Like yeah. if you think sports and the Olympics in particular don't add to folks wanting to uphold that structure of dominance and what they tend to call the American dream rather than actually care about the people within America <laughs> that can help you sustain the American dream. Exactly. That's what I think is the ultimate separation. So I agree with you wholeheartedly, D-Boy. We got to look at what America has done for somebody like Simone Biles that has gone through all the things that we've that she's going through as we've seen uh, these big time entities fail her. Obviously, the Larry Nasser situation um, being a prime example of that. We've seen these entities in this industry fail her in so many ways because of the lack of structure that we have in so many different areas socially that now it's affecting her as she's trying to represent you, which to me represents America more than anything. And little do we know. <laughs> in, in that sense, if we're speaking about the realness of America yeah. rather than the structure that we foresee America being like her yeah. having these mental health issues and breaking down in front of the world, essentially, because we're all watching the Olympics. We're all dialed in. She broke down, you know, for, for very legitimate reasons in front of the world. You're sort of seeing America have to deal with the difficulties of what we've created over the yeah. years. Obviously, you know, throughout this pandemic, we've seen it in so many ways, but we're having to reckon with our past she, she sins could be right failed. now. She could be yeah. getting failed right now in the midst of yeah. in this whole Olympic process. And yeah. that could be what's directly contrib contributing exactly. to her mental health. So yeah. and she could be keeping that under wraps, yeah. handling it her way for whatever reasons that may, you know, go along with that. So that's that's how I feel about the situation. And, and I think and what I think also is dope about it is like we've seen so many stars, you know, of her caliber or close to her caliber in many different industries that have just absolutely broken down mentally. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, all the time. Like that that's a very common theme when it comes to a lot of stars and big time stars in entertainment in America. We've seen them break down in so many different ways because they tried to push through and because they were dealing with the pressures of having to try to represent the country or represent whatever it is, the neighborhood, the town, the city, yeah. the world because of the talent that they had and the profession that they were in. In, they're pushing through in that moment to try to give more credibility to the country, but they're breaking themselves down in the process. So I, I like to see sort of this trend and it's obviously start with women, which is another thing we see this trend of women saying, you know what? I'm going to take a, I'm going to sit to the side for a little bit because my mental health is not right it's not there. for me to go out and compete and ultimately try to push through the pressures that you all are putting on me yeah. for your own gain. I don't know that I would say I love to see the trend, though, because I hate that women have to go. You know what I mean? Gotta, I get yeah, what yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I get yeah, what you mean, but I want to yeah, make yeah. it clear that yeah, I sure. hate that yeah. women even have to take this stance or feel like that's what's best for repeatedly. them repeatedly repeatedly it doesn't uh, over stop and over. For sure. yeah. oh, I, for sure. I hope we can put it into this trend by making things better for them yeah, I, yeah I, i'm speaking to how more so courageous they are yeah. for being I, I, I just wanted to clarify no, yeah, that, you know what i mean i don't think nobody would have misconstrued how that but they are I mean, and how they've been know. leaders of so many movements that they don't get credit for yeah. that mm -hmm. i think also plays into why they have some of the the the, the face some of the issues have, and the yeah, feelings that yeah. they have and they face anyway so and i mean even more devon to what you was uh, talking about with the entertainers you see it a lot with child stars because she's basically a child star. Yeah. She she was young or teenager when yeah, she when started she coming up. You are absolutely so correct. You, you really see it with child stars in entertainment, whether that be sports, 
whether that be music, acting, new, music, yeah, whatever. Movies, right. They get to a certain age. A lot of them mm-hmm. have a breakdown. That's a great this point. This may be part of hers. Yeah. So, I mean, it'd be nice if we could, okay, yeah, we had our few days here of criticizing or empathizing, whatever it is. Let her go and take her rest and let her do her. Okay? We got to move on now because she's out. Yeah. It's time to move on. The Olympics are still going. She's out. We wish she was there, but it's time to move on. Let her go do her. I, let I her agree. have her peace for a while, for a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's been in the spotlight since she was what, probably, what, 13 years old? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. And I think, like I said, I I just rather see what I mean by ultimately piggybacking on what both of you said. Um, I would much rather see the reckoning be this, though, than the reckoning be drugs, yes. suicide. Yes. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, beating that's somebody. That's the point I was making rape, when I assault, said some people never bounce back. They never exactly. bounce back. Everybody have to deal with that for the rest of their life yep. in certain circumstances, but some people never bounce back. Absolutely. Where the end result is a lot worse. It's yep. a lot worse. And lot so worse. I, I like the fact that, you know, she's stepping up. Somebody like Naomi Osaka are stepping up and taking a stance on these things. Again, Naomi Osaka, another really young star. Yeah. That's, they're taking a stance on these things before it gets too out of control yeah. and it gets to, like you said, D-Boy, a point of no return Facts. ultimately. And Facts. at this point, they have so many examples of people before them. I mean, Tiger Woods was a child star. Yeah. And look at his breakdown. It was it, public yeah. for everybody to see. Right. We've seen it happen to so many. So at this point, you got enough examples to where it's like, all right, well, I feel like the pressure's beginning to be too much for me. Yeah. Now, and we all have different things that, you know, we all have a limit. Yeah. My limit may be different from D-Boy, mm-hmm. Devon, from y'all limit. Y'all mm-hmm. may be more or less whatever it is. Right. We all have a point. But once you hit that breaking point, that might be it. That might so be it. it's better to say, all right, I'm reaching that breaking point. I need to take a step back yeah. before mm-hmm. you get there. And she may just be burned out. She's done so much in the last, what, eight years or whatever it is. Yeah. She may be burned out. But even with this last, I say this in all platforms, with this last year and a half that we've dealt with, Mm. it could bring on the hardest out of your eight years, 12 years, six years, three years. And I think that's what we're seeing too. Even for people who who felt or thought they felt normal before this, I think we are on the back end and still going through so much uncertainty, so many tests, so much, all of this stuff, so much forceful vaccinations and feeling like you letting people, <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. it's a whole it's lot a of lot. elements that already have been added to, like you said, being a child star and not getting your full youth before being in a public eye and having pressure, all of this stuff. So I think it is, is up now for sure. Yeah. I think that's a great point because that'll transition us into mm. the next topic. And we're sticking with women here. And it was actually a topic that I wanted to discuss last week, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because I hadn't talked to talking to her talked to her okay. at that particular point. But Valerie Cleary. Facts. She resigned from being the athletics director at Portland State University. She did get a job though. With the Multnomah at Multnomah Athletic Club, which is known as the Mac out here, so congratulations to her on that. Big congratulations. Matter of fact, I'm Definitely. gonna give her some. I'm gonna give her a little. I'll give her a little oh, crowd yeah, cheer yeah, for that. Yeah, give her a yeah, crowd cheer sure. for that. Definitely. So congratulations to Valerie Cleary being able to get a new job. But before we speculate on maybe why, and I'll do some more speculation probably than you two as somebody that's inside yeah. that is the TV analyst for Portland State's men's basketball. I have a very close relationship with Valerie Cleary. She was literally like the second person that I met 
out here when I was oh, wow. on my recruiting visit at really? Pacific University. Dynamic woman. Dynamic woman. So she's somebody that's definitely very near and dear to me. Like I, I've been knowing her before I was in the space of, you know, sports media exactly. lo- here locally, so on and so forth. So definitely tight with her. And like I said, I did speak with her and I didn't speak with her about the five W's of why she made whatever decision she was it was that she made. I just more so, you know, wanted to congratulate yeah. her as we just did right there on getting a position and then thank her because she's somebody, like I said, that supported me since I've known her, since I met her in 2014, all the way up to this point where, you know, she's the athletic, well, she was the athletic director at Portland State, and I was able to get the TV analyst gig there. You know, sometimes it's about who you know. So it definitely definitely helped having her in my corner (laughs) (laughs) for me to be able to get that gig. So that was more so my conversation with her was was one of love and one of support. but ultimately, before I do speculate a little bit on why I think, I don't know for fact, because yeah. again, I didn't ask her about it, but what I think may have played a role in her leaving Portland State, I will say any and everybody that decides to switch jobs or change job roles after what you mentioned this last year and a half to almost two years of what we had to deal with in a pandemic yeah. Whatever reason they decide to leave is 100% valid, in my opinion. (laughs) It's 100. Like, I wouldn't criticize anybody for leaving a job that they had to endure, especially if they were with that job at the start of this pandemic, because that was just a crazy time that everybody had to go through. The job, I mean, I'll say Job descriptions changed by default. Yes. (laughs) Not even officially. You know what I mean? It gave you a lot to think about. It gave you a lot to think about. It gave you a lot to have to consider. And like I said, a lot of these jobs by default because you're trying to uphold your position and you're trying to uphold your company or organization or institution or whatever it is that you're working for during times that nobody ever saw coming. Your job description changed changed in ways that you could have never imagined that was the job description whenever it was you got hired for exactly. that particular company. Everything was, it was all on the fly. It. Yeah, everything was on the fly. Deal with it, huh? Yeah, a- absolutely. But but if I did have, have to get speculative a little bit here, because as, as I mentioned, I know Valerie Cleary. Um, I did an interview with Valerie Cleary a couple months ago. Uh, I'm not a couple months ago. Last year, excuse me. I did an interview with Valerie Cleary. It was a Q&A in Street Roots. And... I asked Valerie Cleary, and this is obviously before a couple months ago when the NIL situation came to fruition, Mm -hmm. the name, image, and likeness, for those that don't know what NIL is. I asked her about it at that time, and I want to pull up this article that I did with her to give you what her response was to this. Um, Let me go pull this up real fast. And I mean, that's going to be a real game changer. It's going to be a game changer. I mean, it's already starting, beginning to be for some people, but that's going to be a real game changer for college sports right there. Absolutely, especially if you're an athletic director. And we'll get more into that here in a second. But um, like I said, I asked Valerie Cleary about the NIL name, image, and likeness. And this is what Valerie Cleary had to say to that. She said, I don't know. No one knows. Oh, God, a donation ad popped up as I'm reading the article, which is cool. (laughs) Of course, I don't know. No one knows how this is going to play out yet. And no one knows what the impact is. I actually leave Wednesday to go to the NCAA national meetings. I'm sure name, image and likeness is going to be the top conversation. It's very great, great right now. 
when it comes to how it's going to impact student athletes across the board, whether it be at a Division three school like Pacific University, an FCS football championship subdivision school like Portland State, or if you're playing at a school such as University of Alabama, is it going to apply the same way across the board? For the NCAA, as the governing body for collegiate athletics, Division One, Two, and Three, how do you create consistency across 50 states, mm -hmm. especially with each state having its own say in what they do in their state? Mm -hmm. I can't say I'm for or against it with all of the unknowns. What I value about college athletics is the beauty of the sport, competition, and growth. I do think if you start mixing outside dollars and influences into it, it has the potential to, tar to tarnish the true mission of what collegiate athletics is all about. So now, I'm one that supports name, image, and likeness. Let's just start there. And obviously, uh -huh. she clearly stated she wasn't for or against it. But She's on the fence still. She was on the, on the fence still because yeah, there, the was, there were so many unknowns. Yeah. But the point that I'm getting at is, with all those unknowns being the case at that time and still a lot of unknowns because we haven't really dealt with it. Like we got Nathan Kalman lamb coming on next week. He's a professor at Duke university. Okay. He's a podcast host of end of sport, which is like a, a very well-known podcast in the sports and politics intersectional space. But he digs into all of these things. But if I'm an athletic director, such as Valerie Cleary, they're going to have to probably deal with more of the weight of whatever name, image, and likeness is going to look like for these athletes, especially as sort of like the initial sample size of athletic directors that have to deal with it. Yeah. It's not going to necessarily be the NCAA having to deal with the hard part no. of how name, image, and likeness is going to look, how it's going to affect collegiate sports, because we've never seen such a thing. And essentially, the NCAA is just trying to right its wrongs by paying players because we're seeing so many alternative ways for these players to go get paid and yep. still have a chance to accomplish like their dream. I don't like it. I, I feel what she said 100%. And I never thought I would say this because I thought I liked NIL. <laughs> I don't like it. Bro. Really? I don't like it for the reason I think it's going to correlate directly with what you just said you don't like about some of the young stars yeah. growing up too fast. Okay. I think it's going to take away from the youthful side of growing up and developing, which I think high school and college is about. I think that's the most pertinent part of your development. That's where you're creating a potential career out of and with you getting paid and you being the face so much younger, as I see now, high school Instagram sensations, millions of followers. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> we seen, uh, obviously, it's LeBron's son, but we see the coverage on Bronny and the and yeah. him growing up fast and the criticism he's taken yeah. for years now. I think when it's money mixed in, yeah. uh, expectation is always set higher and sooner. And so... Although I like the idea of it, and I, I think it would help so many young black people, especially sooner, um, I could see where, where Val could feel somewhere like, how do you make this fair across the board, and how does this not take away from the value and hunger that being in, you know, focusing on not being hurt before you get your big paycheck, yeah. and understanding that maybe a million dollars is not as much as you think so when... 
thinking long term, you know, life, just yeah. things like that get my I, wheels turning. I, I, I disagree with you from the standpoint of they are legally, most college athletes are legally 18. And once they turn 18, I think when you look at it from a perspective of rights, they should have the right to be able to get paid off of their name, image, and likeness. Whether that's like toxic or not, I get what you're saying. But, but, but also what I think this again speaks to, and which is a reason why I could see her stepping back and seeing what is this whole landscape even going to look like is again, that's the NCAA's fault because the NCAA is making the revenue to be able to play the to pay these yeah, players that's where themselves. It come from, I yeah. think. So that's where it should because come from. Are we instead, even talking about high schoolers becoming college students? I'm, though, I'm not just, just talking about the NCAA. But yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you're a high schooler coming into the heavily recruited, I'm yeah, saying yeah, right. That's yeah. that's when whenever you sign that letter of intent is the way I look which, at it. That, whenever which you that sign be that signed at 16, 17, correct? Um, they usually sign it senior year. You can commit. You can commit. Most of the times, yeah. you—that's yeah. when it's starting. Or, for or, real. or, but even still, it's even pre eighteen, even if it just still starts at eighteen. If it's even if it wasn't when you sign your letter of intent, but it's when you also have to be the age of eighteen, or mm. you got to get a guardian. That to would sign make off more sense. That, that makes more sense. But my point is, you are mixing in a lot of outside influences because yeah. all of these companies and sponsors and organizations—they're going directly to these players and to these players' families and to yeah. some of these players' agents and these players' families and friends. And so many other things when the NCAA has the capital to be able to create a structure and pay everybody the same across the board and pay these athletes for the work that they're out there doing. But they don't want to do that. But they also don't want to have to take the responsibility for it, i.e. Valerie Cleary would have had to be the person as the athletic director at the institution to have to take on the weight of the NCAA trying to right their wrongs. So again, get out of here now. Exactly. Let me get out of yeah. here now. I'm going to the Mac, which hey, the Mac is held in very high regard. Oh yeah, like like Fully to become funded. to become a member at the Mac, you got to go through a lottery system. Anywhere that you got to go to a lottery, go through <laughs> a lottery funded. system. They're, they're not to, <laughs> to become. There's no game. There's no games. No, games no bullshit there. No there. Games, you got to go shit. through a lottery system to be able to even become a member for whatever entity that it is. That means that you got to be somebody of some particular significance. So for her, I think it's very smart individually where she goes to the max she's the athletics director at the max so she's still staying within the same profession but she can also see how is this thing going to play out how are not only we going to come out of a pandemic year Mm. which was insane absolutely insane and then incorporate name image and likeness at the same time and once we find out how to get through those waters, then maybe I'll, you know, get back into it because there a little bit there'll be a yeah. little bit more structure. More information. There'll on. be more information, so on and so Have forth. More, so like a I case think study it's a, almost, yeah. So again, this is all me speculating here, but knowing what her stance was when I interviewed her back in January of 2020, right before the pandemic started, and seeing how things are playing out right now. I think it's very smart for her to not try to take on the stresses of what should be the NCAA stresses because she's the athletics director at this particular school and has to deal with these athletes directly. Now, I got a question for both of you. Now, with the name, image, and likeness, how do you think this will affect either positively or negatively students or student athletes taking money under the table like we've seen for years in the NCAA? you know, well, somebody well, from a school comes to a student. You know, you know how it goes. He comes to a student and say, "We'll give you this to go." I'll let him answer first. H- how do you think you think it'll? Th- 
you think it'll cut back on it, or you think it'll happen even more, even with this going on? I, I don't. Do you think I don't necessarily? It I don't think it'll affect it at all. I no? think we'll still see it. I think okay. it'll still there will still be some form of corruption when it yeah. comes to name, image, and likeness, and what those rules may be. There's going to be corruption there, and there's going to be corruption even if it's not there. Do I think it cleans things up for some of these athletes that have never had the right or the opportunity to be able to receive this money, and they now have a loophole in a way Mm. to be able to receive this money rather than that of under the table? Absolutely. So I do think it's a good thing in that regard. But again, I still think this is taking all of the pressure off of the NCAA and it's putting more pressure We're gonna on these see institutions We're gonna and these see student athletes more at these institutions that's what, that the governing bodies of the NCAA don't have to deal with. Yeah. We're going to see that way more. It's going to skyrocket. So? And the reason is because it's going to be a gray area now. Right now, it's just blatantly, <laughs> no, you can't do that, yeah. right? It's going to be a gray area. It's going to be a lot of people looking for the corruption that you just mentioned. That's why you asked the question. Yeah. So it's going to be more eyes on that. And again, we live in a time now where access to someone behind the scenes is easier and faster than ever. So as you're getting paid and making these headlines and doing these deals and these companies are happy to cover it <laughs> and excited to announce that they just partner with X, Y, and Z. Right. Now people are looking for X, Y, and Z when he pull up in a new Panamera, when he pull up in a new Range Rover, oh, this deal from Nabisco didn't make this kind of sense or this money. So it's going it's gonna to be a lot more, even if it's yeah. not definitive, we're going to hear about yeah. potential cases of that yeah. way more. Yeah, but but I, but I again, as somebody, as somebody, my bad, as somebody that advocates for the athletes, I'd rather see them have more opportunities to be able to make the money than not. You want them to so make funny money, guys. I want guys. them to get paid. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I mean, I want, and if I this is you. the way that they have to get paid for starters, then. But you thinking about I, just okay, the pay, okay not the responsibility that. and the negativity that could come with it. That comes with money, though. That's and, what I'm. And, that's and, my but, point. But at, any, but at any age, that comes with money. <laughs> we see that at age, all ages. So it's like. But you contradicting from the point you just made in the previous segment when you're saying that because obviously getting money at certain ages when you're more even us right now as we continue to grow up and evolve and have wisdom. We're different with our money yeah. and our spending habits. So be. that's all I'm saying is that this, again, is at certain ages, it's kind of premature and it could create bad situations. But when from you speak, it. but when you speak to rights, if if 18 is the age that you can get kicked out of the house, that you can start to have <laughs> but these kind of deals. we just talked about potential 16 and 17 at, at, if it's letter but, of intent but, signage. But, but, but I don't think it's letter of intent signage. We so we don't, yeah. we don't know in that yeah. regard, but I'm speaking more so to... On average, you're not really seeing 16 and 17 year olds in the NCAA. That's what, what I'm speaking think, to. I'm speaking think? to the NCAA in particular. Yeah. And you're not an NCAA member until you go to that college, you sign that contract to plan yeah. in. Because there's a difference between signing a letter of intent to go to a particular university yeah. for a scholarship and signing those paperwork that paperwork you got to sign off to actually be an, a exactly. member of the NCAA. Yeah. There is a difference there. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I mean, I. I agree with both of you in in certain in certain senses because I am all for the students making money, uh, the student athletes making money. Yeah. Because here's the thing. When you're full scholarship, you can't have a job. Okay? Yeah. Any other student student can go get, get a part-time job on yep. the side, whatever. Student athlete, you can't do that. You know that, right? You, you know that well. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm all for them making some kind of money. And if it's going to be legal as opposed to taking it under the table and potentially being caught and kicked out of school like we've seen so many guys happen. Absolutely. We see, we see it all the time. I'm all for that. 
I do think it's still going to happen, though, as far as the corruption. Yeah. That's what yeah, I'm saying. It's going to be there. It's money. Mm-hmm. It, it's the money. Corruption, is corruption be comes there. with money now, at it, all levels. Eventually, it may lessen some, but there's always going to be greedy people. You're never going to get around that. So you may have you may have kids that have all these endorsements, but they want a little extra money, or maybe they pops want a little extra money, or want a, you know a house or an extra car, whatever it is. So you're still going to see that. But so that's that temptation, that plan exactly, dumb. Like exactly. it might be a great. I thought this minute is cool. We didn't know they didn't explain it <laughs> yeah, to us like yeah, this. We didn't yeah. read the fine print. It's just, uh, <laughs> but it's but gonna be. Happens, but that happens in your industry all the time. Yeah, too, yeah, with yeah. music. And course. that's why I said I, I I hate to. I thought I would for sure be like I want to see them, yeah. but I think it has to be very very distinct and thought out and and very clarity clarified on rules because I think it could cause a lot more harm. The way that we think it could help somebody, it could hinder a thousand. Okay. That's how I feel about it. It's going to be a lot of trial and error the first couple years. And, and we know that. And who smart. are they trialing? Who are they going to trial on? And that's Mostly why, us. And, of course. And that's yeah. why I think it was smart for Valerie Cleary to get the hell and out of here. That's why I think. And that, <laughs> she and, got out what it is. That's as inside as it again. So obviously, she knows something. Yeah, like I, like, I get it. Like she, like I, I said, I, she speculated on it. Back in 2020, prior to this whole thing happening, and then now here we are getting ready to have to deal with this. And like I said, next week, we're all the whole hour is going to be name, image, and likeness. Okay. Like we're going to get deep into it. Okay. Nathan Calman Lamb can break down a whole lot of the stuff that okay. we don't even know of exactly right now. He's he's written a lot of articles and he writes with the Guardian. Like yeah. I said, he's a professor at the Duke University. Oh. So if anybody he sees some under he the table point. situations, he didn't see some shit at Duke. I tell you that. Oh, especially oh yeah, especially at Duke. Duke. Ooh, mm-hmm. I know. Oh man, I know he's seen some things over there. But yeah, no. I, I, again, like I said, I think. Obviously, you know, it's a legitimate reason to leave any job, as I said before, because the pandemic has just affected so many things in so many different ways. But like I said, with Valerie Cleary, she's staying in the game with the Mac. She's still working in the same field. She obviously has a shit ton of experience from Portland State to Willamette to, you know, working in administration at Pacific and Boise State, so on and so forth. The resume is already strong, but this is going to be a messy year. And I'm sure that wasn't an easy in the NCAA. I'm sure that wasn't an easy um, no. decision for her to leave. No way. When she left, and I guess how she left. I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision. So I must be mistaken some because I swear I'm seeing high schoolers getting paid already, like openly. I've seen, I got to go back and look at Slave Page. He posted somebody who was a high schooler, damn near. Who just did a deal with somebody? That's why I said I really an got endorsement it. deal. Yeah, and, really. And like I said, in, in that case, that's I got to really because that's in, more in that where case, I was speaking yeah, from. Yeah, that in that way. case, when you get in the guardianship and all that, I, I don't necessarily know yeah. the details yeah. and all that's of that. Where so it's gonna get it, it, I, like I said, it's again, gonna be dicey. I, again, it's I'm only speaking to the NCAA yeah. and what you can do as a member of the NCAA. Yeah. That's that's all I'm alluding to. But I can imagine there's other things. I'm I mean, sure we, that's all going attached by default. The AAU is is you. Talk about, as hell. Oh my Corrupt god! Oh. So, 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 thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh Say, no Say no more. Say no more. AAU. That's your point, right? AAU is absolutely corrupt. But again, the NCAA. This is different in regards to rules that it's they've different. had and have not had. It's so, I don't know if it's going to be a mess. I hope it's a great thing. I'm glad to see I hope athletes getting paid really in one do. way or another. But I do think that. We need we need to still keep the pressure for those that are advocating for payment of the players. We do still need to keep the pressure on the NCAA to make that happen from the gains that they're getting off the backs of these athletes 
rather than allowing these athletes to go yeah. do business with yeah. outside entities while they're still playing. Make in it NCAA. a little more organized. Make it more organized. Yeah. But see, like you said earlier, they don't want that responsibility. That they yeah. don't. And plus, th- this is not taking any money out of their pocket. Exactly. exactly. That's line. the main they feel point. Like we're Bottom a financial line. institution that's the main getting point. paid. We're not exactly. going to recycle the money yeah. back. Which has been the problem all along. Yeah. This is just their loophole to be yep. able to keep that problem going, but also try to appease yeah. folks out there. It's like, all right, we'll give you a little bit, but it's not really coming from us, right. so we're okay with that. <laughs> yeah. We're fine with that. It's not our money, technically. Yeah. So y'all can do this. That's fine. A- absolutely, absolutely. So shout out to Valerie Cleary again. She is no doubt just an absolute dynamite of a person. She's the GOAT in my eyes, and, and she's helped me out tremendously during my time out here and, and you know I support her and whatever her endeavors are going to be as she's always supported me in many of my endeavors so go do your thing over there at the Mac I'll be following I'll be paying attention I'll, I'll try to hit the lotto and become a member <laughs> I'll definitely try to hit the lotto and become a member over there at the Mac um, let's see. Do we want to stick with sports here, y'all? Or no? Nah, let's go to versus. We ain't went to the we culture in a minute. We'll talk NFL. We'll get there next. Uh-huh. But I want to. I want to just offset that a little bit. Um, let's talk about versus the locks versus Dipset. Who y'all got? Dipset. That's gonna be fire. Dipset. Pounce. I already told you. Talk I'm, about it. I'm a locks dude. I'm a locks guy. I've been following the locks since like '99. Like. Even when they was with Bad Boy a little bit, but definitely once they went to Rough Riders, yeah, oh, I've been lock, I've been locks and double R all the way since like mm-hmm. high, when I was in high school. So yeah, but I'm I think that's what's lock. crazy. Now, I like Dipset too. No, I, like I know that's what I was about to say. I think that's what, it's one of them things where by trend, Dipset might be expected to win, but the locks might be a sleeper. Like locks they might wake hit. some people locks ass up. Locks that's what, that's what I think. Locks they gonna wake hit. a lot of people up. You feel me? The name Dipset in the the brand of it, I yeah. feel like just reached further, but Locks the hits, hits, people, a lot of the verses, people realize, oh, damn, that was his song. Like, some people know songs more than they know name associations, exactly. you feel exactly. me? Here's what I think is intriguing about this battle outside of their obvious influence, outside of both of them having smash hits, smash records, so on and so forth. For 20 plus with, years With now. the Locks, you got somebody in Jadakiss that has already done a verses. When he yeah. did, when he went up against Fabulous, and he won that versus. By the that. way, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, things were a little bit different in regards to they're going to be doing this in front of a live audience yeah. at yeah, the, the format Square was Garden. different, but the still. format was definitely different. But Jadakiss, he has shown already and proven because I thought he was going to lose. Really, against to Fabulous? Fabulous? Hell yeah! Nah, I thought he was going to. So, I thought he For was going to lose. Nah, I didn't think so. To Fabulous? <laughs> nah, I didn't. You're a locks guy. I'm a locks guy, but, but Fabulous guy. But y'all forget though. For yeah, for a long right. while, Kiss, right. Kiss was being mentioned as one of the yeah, greatest, yeah, the greatest top five. Yeah, yeah. not just him yeah, saying it. Right. Other people were saying Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right. I mean, right. lyrically, I mean, yeah, times love, have changed now. But you're right. Yeah, you're I right. love Fab too. Don't get me. I love Fabulous too. But Kiss just one of them dudes. It's the voice. It's the delivery. It's yeah. the li- just the lyrical content in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, yeah, now, now, now dudes, so I agree with you there. But I, I, again, I came into yeah, that thinking jumped that out just thinking fabulous. Yeah. I came into that thinking yeah. fabulous was gonna win hundred percent. Like yeah. that's what I came into that with. But I say that to say. Kiss has already proven he knows how to curate during the verses because he got fabulous out of here. But <laughs> I also listened to an episode on the Joe Button podcast like months ago. This mm-hmm. is before they even split up with the whole Rory and Maul situation yeah, and yeah. all of that. It was a while ago. And yeah. Jim Jones was on the podcast. And obviously, this was before this particular verses was going to be. I read about or, this. Or was announced. Yeah. But 
In terms of curation, Jim Jones said the approach that Dipset would have back then, which I think is probably not going to change here now, is they play five Dipset records together. Jim Jones play his best five hits. Cameron play, play, play his best five hits. And Joel Santana play his best five hits. That's going to be hard All right, now, to I deal gotta, with. I got this, and I'm not, I'm not hating, but... Jim Jones, huh? Do Jim Jones really got... He don't got five. five. He banged like balling five times. Outside of balling. Outside of balling. That's it. He don't got that's five all, That's all I'm saying. He's, he don't he's got, got five hits. features. Okay, that's maybe he got five features, verses on okay. features on okay. some yeah. smash right. He might got five too. remixes on that one damn he song. Got, he I got, don't got, know if he got five, <laughs> I five, I five features, bro. Like that. I, I know he was on. I know he had a crazy verse on uh, "Throw Some D's on That." Just okay. bought a cat. That's that's a hit. That's gonna work, especially in a live setting. I think that record that works. Ain't work I ain't looked to see what other. You don't think it's gonna work? Not for verses. I'm just saying, Jones got he got balling, and which is a hit, of course. That's a big, big hit. That's a global hit. You get. Three okay, features and then a hit that we probably not thinking about. I think Jones can get to five. I don't know, man. I think Jones I can get to Jones five. Jones first he made his he, he might. I think Jones but can get to five. What's the lineup features. for the locks? Is, is it an order or is just... No, it's not no order. I don't know how the locks are coming, but yeah, I'm, they just gonna saying, I'm just saying... They're going to bring however they bring it. They get saying, to bring five, 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 yeah. five back I, to back. I, I'm just saying, obviously, Dipset has talked about this before because even before they were scheduled to have a versus... This is the approach that Jim Jones said Dipset would oh, take if the okay. time ever came okay. where they do have a versus. And now here we are. They're scheduled to have a versus on August Cameron 3rd. got some hits, though, man. Cameron got and some hits. And that's the thing. But see, you know. Hits that can carry he was on stunting as a habit. He was on stunting as a habit, Jim Jones. Yeah, he was. He's got features, I'm sure. I mean, that, it's basically Cameron's hits, you know, to begin with, and gets Jada's hits, and then you go down from there. And then you yeah. go the, the, yeah, the rest of the crew. Jewels and Styles P. Styles got a few hits. Styles got, got a few there. hits. But do we got five? Jewels got more But do we got five? And Styles is my dude. Styles, you know, after like 2003, 2004, he hasn't been really, really mainstream like yeah, that he yeah. wasn't ever really mainstream as much as Jada was Jada yeah. was the mainstream Kiss guy. was that dude he was the dude as far as mainstream yeah. like you said he was almost goaded at a point in time like people fooled Kiss? with Kiss oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 East I mean, Coast for sure at least yeah at I mean but yeah. he was being mentioned up there with you know with guys like you yeah. know Biggie the the and um, yeah, the top of the top and Jay-Z and Nas he was the for a while there top. he was up in, in, up in that category so but yeah, yeah. Cam got hits too though Cam definitely got hit. Cam got them once. Cam, Cam do got hit. Cam got them once. And I think, ooh, this is a question Dipset I have for win, y'all. What? Dipset going to win. This is the question that I have for y'all because you already mentioned, respectably, yeah, Kiss has been in some top five conversations before. But when you talk about influencing stylistically, Cam was that dude. And obviously he could spit as well. Who when you say stylistically, the, you mean like culture-wise? Like, culture-wise. His impact of fashion. Okay, that's what I thought you were talking about. Fashion, yeah. No, I give yeah, you that. Stylistically, his fashion that, that he brought to the, the style, just it, it was just crazy. The dipset chain. Like, that, I, oh, I, I man, give you that. The, I give the you style, that. But, but, what, but that did, that was a great marketing tool, obviously, for him. And I do think that enhanced, obviously, his really good song-making ability and the fandom that he had for his music. Do you think Kiss has... A bigger fan base than that of Cameron? In terms of hip hop. Kiss is the better MC, for sure. Cameron I, I think, is a really good MC. I think Kiss is up there a, with him. I think Kiss is up there with him. As far as fan base goes, I think Kiss is right there with him. 
I think they neck to neck now. Neck, yeah, it's 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 a good one. I think this is a great battle. I, I, think, I think yeah, this, this a, one th- this might be one of the best so far. I agree. Like, it, it, this might end up being in the, in like the top three that we've seen so far as far as far as the verses goes. Because I mean, like you said, as far as the the culture side, the the fashion, and all these, and even like his style. Once he slowed down, because you remember, if you go back, Cameron used to rap faster. Yeah. Once he slowed his flow down, was, yeah. that's when he that's when they really took off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I think the first two albums he had, like back with Horse and Carriage, we talking way back with Horse mm-hmm. and Carriage, he was yeah. rapping a little faster. Once yeah. he slowed it down, yeah, he found that pocket. Exactly, yeah. they really took off, and that was his niche right there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, this is it's gonna be a close one. You know, I gotta roll with the locks though. Right. I'm just I'm a locks guy. You got I gotta roll with the locks. Damn, it's tough though. It, 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 well, it's it's a one tough to one right now, yeah. so your vote matters right you, now. You the tiebreaker, <laughs> Devon. You the tiebreaker. I think the Jim Jones formula is gonna you work. Think so? I think y'all sleep. Like Who I said, y'all? I think I think because y'all y'all was talking about the five songs that Jim Jones oh, had for that formula Dipset to be able to work. Win. Yeah, okay. I think Dipset yeah. is gonna win, and I think y'all sleep on that format. I think that format is gonna work because, like I said, when you include features and all you gotta come up with is five, that's not ten or that's not twenty that people have to come up you with right, by right. themselves. Usually in a verse, it's usually you gotta come up with twenty strong by yourself. Yeah. That's hard to it's do. It's gonna be easy but for Jim five, to fizzle through five. But you five, right. I think <laughs> he can he get. Through five. <laughs> five, I think he got five verses he that'll be impactful. Them, I think he has five impactful verses. Trust me, stop my my boy the ghost. He got five verses because he got a lot of features too. I agree. Now we just talking about his songs. He got a couple hits, yeah, yeah over, yeah, over yeah. the years. Like, like that was like really really strong radio hits. But he got features too, and they're the ones so already going. They're the ones already kind of competing and of going course, back yeah. and forth, right? Yeah. Styles yeah. talking his shit, yeah. Jim Jones talking his shit. Cameron but, didn't even promote it until he got cut the check. I don't know if y'all seen the Cameron post where nah. Swizz Beats asked him, "Hey Cam, why you ain't posted? Why you ain't posted the <laughs> verses yet?" He said, "Cause you just gave me my check." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Hey, yeah, hey, I'm not mad at him, man. You can't be. Get that money. I'm not mad at him. When I get my check, yeah, I'll put it on Swiss social like, media. Man, it's on the love. You know you're going to get paid, bro. Hey, but Cam fine. didn't post it until he got that check. Damn. <laughs> All right. We, we'll, we'll, take it, we'll take it back to sports. But yeah, I That's think I'm going to go with Dipset with the formula. Right, but one, one, one last thing. Go for it. I actually like that y'all both picked Dipset because y'all slept on Kiss the last time. Y'all both thought Fab was going to win, so yeah. that bodes well for us. Yeah, I'm fine no, with yeah, that. Sure, yeah. I'm fine with it, that. Yeah, yeah. That bodes well. Yeah, so we I good. So. We good. I think so. I, I said it. I said it. I said the way Kiss curated last time. You'll be he, getting a call as soon as it's, it's over. Good. He did it's it. All all good. Good. <laughs> Let's talk about the NFL a little bit. DeAndre Hopkins it's has come zoo out right now. And it did is a, a zoo. It's ugly out there. He did, mm. a, he did a tweet and delete um, Thursday <laughs> afternoon questioning his future. In the NFL because of a new COVID memo that came out from the NFL in regards to vaccines and players getting fined. And if there's a breakout where teams won't be able to play in games, the game is forfeited for the team that has the breakout. Neither team gets paid. And in the NFL, it's not like the NBA with all the guaranteed money. Like you get game by game checks. That's what I want to clarify. Is this for sure? That memo, is that's what it is? Yeah, that's the NFL. That's what it is. That's the rules. That's the bylaw now. Yeah, yeah. That's the gospel now at this point. Yeah. That's the I thought it was still speculation. Nah. Not like no, 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 the, no. The NFL that's the came out now. with that. This yeah. is it's in writing. The teams have it. The players have seen it. 
this is what's happening. So that's if, why if, the tweets went crazy. Yeah. There was a lot of tweets. Oh yeah, yeah, Folk, yeah. You know, the, the NFL said a Folks, forfeit will be declared for a postponed game that can't be rescheduled within the 18 game framework of the season, and is caught by an outbreak amongst unvaccinated players of one team. If a forfeit occurs, players on both teams would lose their game checks. And then I think there's also like some other fines that come with it that's making Definitely. it to where players essentially I think either got to question their future in the NFL or get that or damn get that vaccine. vaccine. <laughs> I thought this last year and I said it to you. Um, I think that's why Drew Brees um, retired when really? and how he did. Okay, He's amongst elite Older players that still playing, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, yep. just to name a few. Um, and we've known his will and his passion for football for a long time. I don't think he necessarily wanted to go out this way, but with all the extra and the uncertainty that is now, you know, coming out and being exposed. He saw something coming. He baby. saw That's something coming. Saying, he yeah. went through already. Yeah. And he saw that this ain't going to be the end of it just because one season ended. Like, we're going to no. go through the summer, and then we're going to come back to some One more BS, season, at least. Me? Yeah. And with that being said, I think it's going to make a lot of people who are towards the end of their careers definitively make that decision. Like, it's a wrap for and me. And real quick. It I sucks mean, for people like DeAndre Hopkins, who tweeted yeah. and deleted, questioning his future in the NFL, and then saying, nah, I got another nine years left exactly. in me. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So it's harder for those people. But people who toward the end of their road, I think it's going to be a, a factor that's like, I'm out. I'm done. And I mean, I don't even honestly, I don't know why people are really shocked at this because what, at do, we, all. what do we know about the NFL? You mess with their money, you're out. Yeah. What happened to Colin Kaepernick? Say what you want about Kaepernick and his stance he took. I'm not talking about that. He messed with the money because people people stopped watching because they didn't like it. He ain't been back since. So yeah. we know I, the I NFL. Know, I don't even know as much as if people stopped watching it rather than it was yeah. speculated that people yeah. would stop watching yeah. and they still cut and, the cord. And that was enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was enough know. just to speculate that we might lose fans, we might lose viewership exactly. ratings. Bye-bye now. You mess with their money, the cord is going to get cut on you or whoever it is. It doesn't matter at that point. So I, I don't even see why people are surprised. Now, I'm not saying it's rightness because they're basically forcing you to to go against either what you believe in, whatever whatever that is, yeah, or get the uh, vaccine and play. So you're choosing your career or something you, you really don't believe in. Absolutely, they're making you make a decision. But here's the thing: if you work for somebody, they get to make the rules. You don't have to like them, but you kind of got to follow them if you want to continue to get that paycheck. Now it doesn't make it right, but th that's just what it is. I mean, we we see this in every yeah. walk of life. You can't just go in. To someone else's place of business, you know, you work for them, but if you don't own it and run it yourself, you gotta you gotta follow the rules, dog. Especially, especially, especially in the especially in the instance that the vaccine is the intent of it is to help. Yeah. So you really gotta follow their rules because this is a situation where it's not even about whether the bottom line is affected in a positive way or uh. a negative way or or how we're going to look at it. But in this particular situation, since the vaccine, the intention of the vaccine is to help. And again, they are highly considering but, their bottom line. It makes it even easier for them to make the decision to yeah. say, hey, either you get the vaccine or but that's you're out of here. That's where the problem lies is that damn near the mask proved to be safer and more effective than the vaccine. And that's where the... I'm not saying that's the truth and yeah. that's gospel. I'm saying that a lot of people that are vaccinated are getting COVID right now. 
and a lot more of that is being covered and being seen. And so where we thought vaccine means whatever you thought it means. Some people knew that it just slows the spread or makes the yeah. symptoms not as bad. People thought having a vaccine, I'm safe to return to life as we know it with little to no risk. And that's just a lack of doing your research yeah. in that instance, yeah. because the it was never once said that the vaccine is going to end COVID. It was all about yeah. the symptoms but, and no, curving the symptoms again, so that folks won't die but to my, the magnitude my point is, or get with, hospitalized with to still, the magnitude that they with did. With people having side effects, heart attacks, heart failure, getting COVID. Oh, I don't mind the skepticism of the vaccine but, itself. But, but that's kind of what I'm getting at is it'll be different if, if it was more easy not to be skeptical of it really helping. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. That that would make things a lot that would make things where it's a lot easier for the NFL to do what they're doing. But again, like you said, it goes to what we've been told since we was young. It, it, playing sports, it could be stripped away from you any day. Things any could minute. change, rules could change. And again, that's why I said the younger players have it worse than anybody, because I think that decision is so much harder to make. Yeah. But with that kind of money on the line, I don't think, I think it's harder to make for that exact reason. Yeah, with, with that, that kind, kind of money, money on the line, line I, or or how well established this guy is they a money are. Man. Right? I noticed that in this. He's all about his money man. today. That's what's gonna make it easy. That paper. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I'll be honest with you. Can't spend it if you ain't here, Pete. I'll be honest with you. I'll be very honest with you. That was a yeah. But you, if you ain't gonna be here, if you ain't got the vaccine, <laughs> you ain't got the vaccine. You're probably gonna go to the hospital oh, and die and croak over. Crazy man. Jeez. Get the Louise. vaccine so you can spend oh, it. It's the whole point man. of the vaccine. And even with that, and even with that, like I will be 100 percent honest with you. If you think that me getting the vaccine, for one, I did do research on it, which is why I was never one of the people to be like, oh, the vaccine is gonna end the virus, the spread of the virus, yeah. so on. I was never one of those people because I, I actually did the research you on read it. But, a little bit. but even beyond that, if you think I didn't have interest of in being able to announce at the beginning of this podcast that I got a gig at the Moxie hotel this weekend yeah. and a gig at whatever wherever establishment or I got to go to the bay and host a tournament yeah. so that things can open up oh absolutely I had some economic interest there yeah. in that regard if this thing is going to help me and it's also going to curve hospitalizations. The virus is the virus. It's going to spread where it spreads and how it spreads. It's going to do what it's doing. That's the the, spir- the virus is going to do what it's going to do. That's hard to control. But if I don't have to be out for the count and down for 10 days, and I'm somebody that caught the virus oh, before the vaccine was available, okay. and it 100% had me out for the count for a really? minute. Really? Even after the 10 days that you got a quarantine or whatever, Man. I felt... I felt the symptoms for much longer than those 10 days that I had to stay home in quarantine. So as somebody that had the virus, I know that shit will sit you down. Like it'll sit you down. And clearly it sat a whole, it laid some people down, a whole lot of people down with the death rates that we dealt with. And now right now where you're seeing, yeah, people are still testing positive because they have the vaccine. And I do agree mask mandates were working well in that regard, but also Things weren't open at the same magnet at the yeah. same magnitude as they are right now. And now that you do have these super spreader type events, i.e. the Olympics, i.e. Yeah. sports games, i.e. the Milwaukee Bucks outside of the Fraser exactly. Forum. Although you have all of these things going on, when you look at the hospital rates in particular, a lot more people that are going to the hospital and 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 overwhelming these hospitals are the ones that aren't vaccinated. Exactly, yeah. So and then that's what I've been reading. You know, and you hearing, hearing that from the news or who though? 
You don't know that. The CDC, the news, the states. It's so you don't trust it. You don't trust it. That's all I'm saying. I trust it. Well, well, I'm a journalist. I'm I'm a journalist and I'm somebody that trusts journalism. I'm also reading that everything is spiking and it is a lot of vaccinated people and it's still not enough hospital beds. Yeah, vaccinated people get testing positive. But the people that are unvaccinated are the work. They were ready to get outside faster than the people that are vaccinated were. So the point is, absolutely. They they were like, let's get out here. And now that we're all out here and we want to enjoy life and we've been locked down for I just hate the further divide that is created again now you see what I mean is the vaccinated versus the non-vaccinated we already got black white brown yellow it now is we what got it is. the vaccinated I you mean, got your card in your wallet it is what it is it's anyway. gonna happen regardless so why run from it if that's what's already being presented <laughs> you can, even in the NFL I, I think yeah. it should still be a, a I, decision though like I don't think it should be well, it is a decision, though. When it, when it, it comes is. to health, <laughs> you do have a choice to make. It is a decision. It may not be the decision that you want, but yeah, it a is decision. a decision, though. It's They're telling decision. you either you get it or if a if a uh, or if find a, break, a new if job. Breakout happens, or if there's a breakout happen and it you know you leads back to your team, you don't get paid. You don't so, get paid. I take my chances. It's a dice roll. Thank it's you. A di- it's a everybody dice ain't willing to do that again. Going but back that's to that money, I'm that's getting a choice. I'm like I said, I'm one that will tell you. Oh, straight we know. Up, we know now. Think about that oh, money. Oh, I can get <laughs> paid. I ain't mad at it. I can get back outside, and these these symptoms ain't gonna put me down. They did the way they did the first time. Oh yeah, poke me up. Oh man, poke wow. me up. Wow. And I mean, I think even whether you're vaccinated or not, it's still. And I, I don't think judge about... people that aren't vaccinated. No, I don't but either. What I mean, is is what is. I think that's all a personal choice. Absolutely, honestly, just like with Simone Biles and what she had to do for her mental health. That's the choice she made. We may not like it, but that's what she feels she had to do was yep. best for her. So for sure, whatever you think is best for you and your family, that's what you got to do. But when the consequences come up, we don't want to hear no crying. Yeah, All right. because it was available. You, you've made a choice. The vaccine was Vaccine's available. here. You didn't want it. That's fine. And that but, was a part of the problem before. The vaccines weren't available. They're here now. Yeah, Multiple I, of I, them. I understand both Multiple sides. Multiple of them. So, I mean, now that the NFL is telling these guys, okay, you can get it and you're fine. You can do more because you can also, with the vaccine, if you're vaccinated, you can do more and be around your team more. I get what you're Everybody saying. Everybody talks about being for the team and a team player. Well... Show us. You want to win? Do you want to win? And again, <laughs> put the needle in. <laughs> it's all a personal choice. So I'm not for gonna, sure. I'm I not going to yeah. badmouth you for not getting it. For but sure. again, Wrong. this is what your employer is telling you you got to do. Yeah. It, it's a it's a fucked up mm-hmm. decision. It is. It, it is. is. It's really it is. it's really messed and, up. And again, it the is. NFL but is not here. the most it's here. The NFL is not the most trustworthy entity to have to be the one to enforce the decision. They never like have we, been. Like we've seen vaccines in schools our whole life. Whole like life. you had to have vaccines to go to school. Yep. Schools, the school system, the education system is a little bit more trusted in that regard yeah. for you to be able to gather and be in classrooms yeah. and so on and so forth. You got to have certain vaccines. So everybody don't and get sick from something. Exactly. And and we've seen kids with chicken pox, whatever the case may be, that's something that was a lot more established because I think the school establishment was a little bit more yeah, trusted than sure that of the NFL. Cards we have school. vaccines we in school. Them. Like we have this ain't cards like like sure. people acting like vaccines are a new thing. Right. Like I can understand the skepticism in regards to like the speed and the pace and how fast people think they came out to each their own again with yeah. your beliefs on it. But I've seen vaccines in my day. Yeah. So I'm not as scared to get vaccinated yeah, <laughs> again I mean, because it's I, I've never been an anti-vaxxer my whole life. Me so it's just what it is. And like you said, Devon, I I did my research too. I, I was skeptical at first. Don't get me wrong. I was skeptical. Oh, I was the last person. I, I, I was the last skeptical. person at my job to get it. I'll I, tell you I that right now. But once you know, once they start coming out, I did my own research and 
compared this person's word to that person's word, all these different doctors, Dr. Fauci and um, the CDC and all these other things. I'm like, all right, I don't have no underlying. I mean, now, if you got an underlying medical uh, medical condition already, absolutely, and it's not safe for you to get a, a vaccine, I agree. I get it. Women and, and fertility is one of them. Exactly. I agree. So I get I it. Agree. So don't die over this just yeah. because of that. I get it. But I'm pretty healthy, so I'm like, you know, you're I'm not at risk. It. I'm not at risk. Not that I know of. And I've I got it like three months ago. I'm like three months into my second one. So I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been fine. I haven't even when I got it, I didn't really even have anything. Side effects from even the like the people have had, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a little tired from the first one. I went and got some tacos right after. I went home, went to sleep. Could have been the tacos. Could have been the vaccine. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I, I might have not. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Yeah, I might have been asleep anyway. Yeah. Other than that, but I was you hear, good. You hear alive and kicking, and you're I'm, good I'm, right I'm now. I'm good to go. Same and here, thriving. My guy. So I, yeah, I didn't have no issues Love with it. Love to hear it. I didn't <laughs> have no issues with it. Absolutely. Well, let's get to taking L's, fellas. I could start this thing off here with the taking L segment, and my taking L is basketball related of course because i just so happen to be this basketball dude that loves the sport but my taking nails is going to a guy by the name of henry abbott henry Mm. abbott is a nba reporter for true hoop and henry abbott has just he's got all the sources in regards to what the heck damian lillard is going to do this offseason whether he's going to stay whether he's going to go first a couple weeks ago he basically came out and said they reported that damian lillard was going to report a trade or, or was going to request a trade excuse me damian lillard went at a usa team usa press said conference shot yeah. that down and then today henry abbott tweets Sources say Damian Lillard is willing to forego paychecks to get to a title team if it comes to that. Then then it goes into, did you know Damian Lillard has already earned $300 million? But he's willing to forego paychecks to get a title. And, of course, Damian Lillard shot it down again. And, And my problem with this whole thing is... It's not like what Henry is saying is something that's outside of the realm or what he's reporting is something that's outside of the realm of possibility, at least in regards to Dane maybe wanting to trade eventually because he hasn't necessarily left that off the table. But if you don't know that's what it is and you're reporting it prematurely just in case one day Damien literally decides, you know what? I'm waking up and I'm requesting a trade. And now you can say you were right all of a sudden because he actually requested to trade, but you only put it out there because you knew it was a possibility initially. That's kind of weak journalism to me. And it has sort of that feel when I look at what it is that he's doing. And then with foregoing paychecks, it's like this next three years, he's on a super max deal right now. Like, that that money's already guaranteed. Yeah. So when you say forego paychecks, are you talking about after those three years is up and that that money hasn't even been negotiated He's yet? Like what are no you paycheck, talking about? And that's why CJ McCullum came out and said, "Damn, Dame, they say you out here trying to give money back to the league." <laughs> Basically, like, he ain't missing no damn he paychecks. Ain't missing Come no on, paycheck. Man. Like what are you talking Come about? On, dog. That's crazy. He's willing to forego paychecks. To, no way, bro. So it's like that money is already guaranteed that he signed for. He ain't negotiated the money that he ain't signed for clearly because he's still got three more years left on the current contract that he's on which is the biggest contract he's ever signed and just about any athlete has ever signed because of this whole Supermax ordeal so Henry Abbott takes the L to me because like I said although things could potentially be right in the future this doesn't have a feel of I got credible sources right now these main source is shooting you down time and again and this is a guy that has been very transparent 
throughout his career, yeah. throughout this entire process. And we've heard him come out and speak and have to repeat the same thing over and over because the same speculations keep happening and he keeps yeah. telling you the same thing yeah. the next press conference or the next interview that he does. So, Henry Abbott, you, my friend, take an L on today's podcast. I got the boo in there, y'all. Got the boo still, in there. Got I'm the still boo. working with this Bluetooth ordeal, but I got the boo in there, y'all. Any one of y'all got taking L's for the day? I do. Talk about it. I hate to do this to my fellow artists, but oh, man. the baby, he been doing, he been taking some heavy <laughs> hits lately, and it's like a domino effect, yeah. it seemed like. But his latest, he just lost a bunch of endorsements and had a lot of people in the music community stance against him after some heavy verbiage about HIV and AIDS survivors in the LGBTQ mm. community and things of that nature. Yeah. So without having to repeat exactly yeah. what he said, people can do their research. But I've just, for him to be such a quick rising star, I've heard so much negativity follow him lately yeah. in things that I felt like he could control or should have people around him mm. to coach him in ways not to... to you know, threaten a, a very good upwards trajectory yeah. career that he, he's been having. So what, what's y'all take on that? Yeah, no, I, I definitely yeah. think some things are better left unsaid. Um, yes, I, they are. That, that, that what I think this is more of a case <laughs> yeah. of, like, he's just, like, you didn't have to say that, bro. Like, why yeah. are you even talking about that yeah. on the Rolling Loud stage? Like, mm -hmm. what part of the the performance script? Like, did y'all go over that during sound check? Like, where did where is this even I coming from? Yeah, I, I mean, really, I, I mean, I guess I he not. was, I guess he was trying to, what's the word I'm looking for? Not improvise, I guess, I guess yeah. he was trying to, yeah. I don't know what he was trying to do but it's like some things and i'm not even saying that in regards to saying what he said was right or wrong i'm just yeah. saying like clearly it was wrong enough to where it's having this effect and impact on you and why would you even say that on stage it anyway was, it about was, such a sensitive if you topic, go do your research yeah, it was terrible like okay. it was, it, was it wasn't even it wasn't even a like it wasn't even a segue or a relationship to what he said it was just really immature you and know it, what i mean yeah. when you'd be like damn bro why are you even, like, say, really? that? Why you even like, say that yeah, yeah bro. and then he's already towing the fence because during that same performance he brings out tory lanes which however you feel about tory lanes is how you feel about yeah. tory lanes and i don't think that would have been as big of an issue had he not followed that up or or said all the things that he said in that same performance. So you did both at the same time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're finishing yourself. You know, <laughs> like, and, and what he said was right. enough, but he, like I said, it's been back to back, it seemed like with him, where it's almost like, bro, you doing this on purpose for, you know, and, I, it's, and again, it's, you don't know. And again, oh, we don't know man. if he's doing it on purpose or he's been through a lot. He didn't kill he somebody. Yeah, his his brother, dad, brother just died, passed, dad died, committed suicide. Like, committed yeah. suicide. Like again, his brother did. Yeah. going back yeah. to going back to the mental health conversation that we had earlier with Simone Biles, this could just be how he's breaking down publicly rather than handling some of these mental issues. And I don't know, maybe he has going to therapy. I, I don't know much about it. I didn't want to connect I, it because it's, you know, not I don't know the right it's way to say out it, but there. it's out it, there. You don't yeah, want to excuse I, that kind of sure. behavior I don't with think you excuse mental it. health. But he had, I just, but I want to leave that out. Some, he, he's gone I through mean, some he shit. Has, but yeah, yeah. it sounds like we stick enough for him at that no, point. No, 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 no. And I mean, D-Boy, you just showed, D-Boy, you just showed me on your phone what he said. And I mean, it's out there. That's what I'm saying. It's out there. I wouldn't repeat it on here. Nah, we don't even need to go there here. That's what I'm saying. 
Y'all go do y'all research. Pull it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it is. It's, it's out, out there. I had it's seen, but yeah, it's out there. I mean, it is out there. Kind of alluding to what you said a few minutes ago, Devon. Just because you can say something doesn't always mean that you should say. Yeah, you shouldn't. You don't have to say everything that no. comes to mind. You just mm-hmm. don't. You don't. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. under I understand free speech. I get it. We hear about it all the time. I understand, you know, saying what you want to say and being able to. But sometimes you just got to keep things to Especially yourself. when it can do nothing good yeah. or impact. Yeah, because there was no need to say that. Yeah, whenever it can only possibly be bad, like that's when the ones you instantly say and be I like, agree. oh. I agree like, there. I that's agree. why. I agree 100%. If that, I, I don't see how that. Could have affected him in a positive way. Yeah. And if, that's, <laughs> if it was taking a risk, that's one thing. Yeah, right? that's just, I'm taking a risk because you know what I mean. Some the, the, people go the, yeah, the, no. The greater the risk, the greater the reward. <laughs> as people say sometimes, not too many like, feeling that. that yeah. Yeah, it was no it reward. Yeah, to that. It was no it was reward nothing. to that risk, brother. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you said, that was an L. If, <laughs> if he L. said that in rehearsal. Someone should have pulled him to the so, side. All the instruments would have stopped. And it talked said, to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like What that. are you doing? What are you doing? Somebody should have pulled this young man to the side and said, dog, what? At the what biggest the, festival what there the is, though. Like, that? Rolling Gosh, Loud is the probably the trendiest festival in hip-hop right like, now. what the hell was that? Yeah, and just to name a few before we move on. Man. Uh, it, these are some of the artists that have taken a stance against him, which I think Lil Nas X's dad came out against really? him. Really? Yeah, which okay. is no surprise yeah, there. Jimmy Lovato, <laughs> Elton John, like it's gotten a lot of damn. You know, so he gives Elton, some yeah, heat. That's yeah. why. Oh, that's what I'm saying. When Elton John is is responding about yeah. it, it's like, yeah, come on now, you're tripping, bro. Like, dog. You're tripping, yeah, yeah. Dog. <laughs> you, you, you Slow down, Turbo. Because yeah. Elton John is way up the line. I didn't know he knew the baby. Exactly. Like. He probably didn't, but he does but now. He do. And so he got, he got all his, the wrong they reasons. They it for all the yeah, wrong that reasons. That still wasn't so, his reward. So I mean, hopefully, the, this doesn't ruin like and completely that's I said, ruin I his hate career. To bring up that light on it. You know, it's already out there, but yeah. I hate to shine more light on yeah. it. But just to hope it could be a learning experience to somebody else. Please think before you speak. No matter yeah. the level of success, no matter what stage you on, just. Think because your words do have consequences. So what you're saying is, hopefully, it's a lesson and not a loss. But uh, yeah, I think he's big enough where it won't be a loss. It's a lesson. It's definitely an L. Whether so, yeah, it's a lesson it's a, or a yeah, loss, it's, it's an L. L. It's All definitely right. I mean, it's an L. <laughs> because it's an L, he gonna catch this. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what Rolling Loud sounded like when he did it. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh my! Party, did you bring anything? I don't know if you brought anything for taking L today. I didn't really tell you nah, it's all, about I'm, the segment, I'm so just, that's on me. Maybe I'm, you. Caught on while we were. I'm just gonna do it on the fly. There we go. That nice. works for me. I'm gonna go with NFL players. Mm. They about to take this L. Whether mm. you get the vaccine, if you don't get the vaccine, you are in potential to pay, to take an L. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you may not be getting paid for more than one game. Say you get two games, two or three games that get postponed because of an outbreak, and you can't reschedule within you know the time lot because they're not gonna give extra time in the season to reschedule this time around. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you yeah. gonna take yeah, that loss. L. Yeah. That's yeah. gonna be a big loss for some of you. Absolutely, yeah. you, yeah. you become a liability essentially yeah. if you another aren't vaccinated. In another, another L, you become that a liability. And, and we talked about it. What was the what was the title of last week's episode? Do you remember what the best ability is? Availability. Availability. Yeah. The best ability is availability. Well, guess what I'm Always. saying. This shit is ludicrous. That's another <laughs> L. <laughs> oh, man. On that note, y'all got any announcements, anything y'all want to talk no, about? Promote sir. Chris Partee, go ahead and promote everything you got going on, podcast, articles, whatever, you, social media, you name yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead and uh, check me out on fullpresscoverage.com every week. I do a few articles there a week for them. Um, do the podcast, the courtside crossover with Chris Partee. 
Check me out on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Chris Partee. That's C-R-I-S-S-P-A-R-T-E-E, Chris Partee. Got you. I'm going to lock in boy. with you, too. For I don't sure. know if we locked in sure. on the Instagram. I think I, stuff, I, I so. might follow you on Instagram or something. Okay, but I got yeah, you. Yeah. I'll get you. Yeah, sure. we're yeah, we, we going to get you back in here, man. Oh, we gonna, no doubt. We, yeah, no yeah. Doubt. We definitely, let me know. We're going to definitely get, get you back in here. Like I said, we got Zeb. We got our new engineer over here. Shout out to that's, Zeb. That's helping us cook Zeb. up. Shout yep. out to Zeb. Appreciate you always. On that note, we are going to leave y'all the only way that we know how, and that is to stay woke and go win. Go win.